there and can make it back. Salutations and shit, folks. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of your favorite travel podcast, Travel and Shit, where I, your host, D. Carrie, have an experiential conversation about the nuanced ways that travel intersects with regular life. And if you are watching on the YouTubes, wink, wink, nod, nod, link is in the bio or the description box below of whatever uh, platform you listen to your podcast, you can see the cutest little co-host that any podcast ever did have or ever did see, your girl Banksy. Binksy's back and she kind of looks like she's about to uh, fall asleep. You know how kids do that? I'm not tired. I'm not tired as they kind of nod off and like lean to the left. That's what she was just doing. But I just wanted Binksy to be able to say hi. Say hi, Binksy. Say hi to the people. She's being such a good girl. All right. So we are going to send baby girl out. I love you. And I will. Thank you, baby, for taking the other baby out. So little uh co-host stop by and today we are going to jump into the conversation so this is a bit of an introspective one i am newly i won't say newly i am an adult and by saying i'm an adult that has allergies i didn't have allergies as a kid i didn't develop allergies until i was good and grown so me um in the now of things, am still navigating what my allergies look like, right? And if you can imagine, it has been absolute hell trying to deal with that in the midst of a global pandemic. So every tickle in my throat, um, that's what she said, every itch in my ear, every eye scratch, just anything that makes me feel uncomfortable as I've been all day today and feeling like shit, coughs, incessant sneezing, all of it has me on that fence like, oh, it's probably just allergies, but it could be COVID. So it's been like, trash because it's also for me also it's one of those things that kind of just pops up when it wants to I don't know if it's certain pollen counts I don't know if it's certain I don't know what the fuck it is y'all but it's been one of those things that is very stressful to me because I don't necessarily know what my allergies look like right so That being said, it kind of got me into the space of dealing with uncertainties and how that shows up for me in different ways. I, before I get to that, let me start with, of course, making it about travel because it's a gift. I can make just about anything about travel. You know what? Let's try this out. DM me underscore dcarry on Instagram or on Twitter, underscore dcarry. DM me any phrase, any word, and I will make it about travel. That is, that is the challenge. DM me either on Instagram or on Twitter, 
underscore D C A R R I E. And give me a word, give me a phrase. I will make it about travel and, um, we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, I, you can give me any topic of conversation and I'll start talking something about travel with it. But anyway, sitting with this uncertainty, mind you, I did go get a COVID test. And of course the, what is the first one? The rapid antigen came back negative, but I always wait for the PCR to tell me one way or the other, my definitive answer. But I say all that to say that this whole, um, clusterfuck of allergies, um, slash is it COVID this little game that I've played numerous times over the past couple of years got me thinking about uncertainty and how I generally deal and handle uncertainties. And it was one of those things where the first thing I thought of was accommodations. That is always where I hit the wall first. I can generally figure out, figure out where I'm going to go because that's based on when I have off and how much a destination costs at the time. I don't necessarily have the luxury of planning in advance, like saying, okay, Ireland is cheap this week in August. So this is when I'm going to book and plan to go. Unfortunately, I request time off in um, trimesters. So three times a year at my job, I put in vacation requests. So within those three month, uh, four month windows, I can forecast, I can look in, in, you know, I can look at a distance, but the catch is I don't ever know if I'm absolutely going to get approved for that time. So while it makes sense to say, okay, well, what does it look like for December? Look and then request that week. Well, I don't, I can absolutely get denied for that time off in December. So, and that happens for any month. So I don't necessarily plan my trips like that. That being said, uncertainty is, and also I am just, um, I won't say an uncertain person. I'm more so an indecisive person and I'm indecisive because of all the different stories and the ways that I can think of, um, things going left or right. I won't say right or wrong, just left or right. So generally accommodations are the wall that I hit first. That is where I will, you know, come up with the most options and have the most difficult time making a choice. And I'm looking at my process in terms of making decisions and it's generally based on price, accessibility, and reviews. If there aren't enough reviews, it's not going to matter how accessible or what the price is because I'm not going to trust it. I don't think that I've ever booked a place that hasn't been booked by at least like four people, you know? Um, and the price doesn't matter if it's in the middle of nowhere or if it's in, in an area that, you know, is inaccessible to all the other things that I want to do. That's generally the format that I follow. First, I, um, look based on price, Oh, let me plug the computer in. I will search out accommodations based on price first, and then I will go um, um, 
across uh what do you call it um reviews and then accessibility how walkable is it is it nearby the activities or the excursions that i'm interested in doing excursions activities a little bit easier price comes first well first interest am i interested in what it is i don't care if it's a four dollar activity if i don't want to make you know macrame animals or you know freeze popsicles with a local celebrity I'm not going to fucking do it. But if it's something I'm interested in, of course, I'm going to go based on what is the price? What are the number of uh, reviews? How many people have gone? And how recent are the reviews? Are they, you know, saying that this is something, if it's a hike, is it an easy hike, difficult hike? Like I generally gauge what the overall sentiment for the experience is going to be that being said that's my grandma's text tone that being said let me just clear this so that she doesn't okay that being said that decision process has never been easy however it is absolutely attainable it's something that i for the most part have a process that i will work through. It's one of those things where it doesn't have to make sense for me to figure it out. I do my best with what I have and then make the decision. It's one of those, all right, if I've already booked my flights, I don't want to say I got to go, but I got to go. At this point, it's been decided and it is contingent on not wasting my money but and also my time because I don't want to have to go back change things because that's always an option but it's not an option that I readily um, use it's not something that I consider necessarily at my disposal because I'm also that girl that's not really going to return everything I'm actually thinking back on things that I purchased within the last six months that couldn't use, didn't fit, they didn't like, and I just dropped the ball and didn't do that window of return or actually just bring it back. I don't like doing things like that. That being said, it kind of got me to thinking about how I deal with uncertainty in my regular life. In my travel life, the way I kind of see it is, all right, so if I book something in terms of an accommodation that I don't like, I've for the most part, knock wood, I don't think I have any wood over here, but for the most part, I've never been in a situation in terms of an accommodation where I didn't feel safe. So hopefully that stays consistent. I don't ever want that experience. However, there've been accommodations where it's just like, "Mm, this isn't as nice as I thought it would be, or this didn't really turn out exactly how I envisioned, or they said this was available and it's not. There was a shuttle. There's no shuttle. There's, you know, a uh, free breakfast. It's fucking cereal. You know, stuff like that, right? That being said, I understand, however, that in the context of my travels, those are temporary inconveniences. If there's something that I don't like, I can go to hotel management. I can speak to staff, Um if I don't like an excursion, if something 
rubs me the wrong way or if I say, mm, this isn't it, it's never happened. Again, not wood again. I don't really, oh, there we go. I don't know if this plant, I mean, it's alive. So I won't say it's not wood, but I guess this is, no, I, I can't really see this. It's like a tiny tree. Hmm. Now I'm thinking rabbit holing, if you will. Anyway, it's not that it's happened before. I've never had an excursion that ended up being absolute trash. I'm going home. This is not what I booked or I feel unsafe or why would you even bring me here? Right. I've never had that happen. Thank God, because I read them reviews and I'm pretty, you know, I'll put a pin in it, revisit, put a pin, revisit. But for the life of me, outside of travel, I still find that I have such a difficult time dealing with uncertainty. And I think the difference is that in travel, I understand it to be temporary. I understand it to be, I'm only going to be here for five days, or I've only got four nights to deal with this, or all right, fuck it. Let's give it a shot and see how it goes. I'm more willing to take risks. I'm more willing to chance things while I'm traveling. But while I'm home, especially when it comes to business, which is, I don't know if it's odd, serendipitous, ironic. It's just my business is travel. Somehow, for some reason, I still have a very difficult time stepping out on that leap or that branch of faith uh, the same way I do in my actual travels. When I am home, I generally get in my head about this may not work because this or, oh, I'll worry about it later. And another thing I do is I'll procrastinate. And I think when it comes to travel, I don't have the luxury of necessarily procrastinating. Well, I do. That's a lie. I always procrastinate, but at some point you got to pull the trigger because either going to book the flight and you're going to use that time off or you're not. So it's more of a, more of an immediate decision to be made. So I can put it off to the last minute, but it still needs to get done because that window of time is still going to come. For example, we're going to take a road trip I'll save the destination for a little bit later for boyfriend's birthday in May. His birthday is the same time of year. Every, every fucking year, every year is the same day. Same with my birthday. Everybody's birthday is the same time every year. So it's not like, I don't know that it's coming up. We just still have not pulled the trigger and made that final decision. That being said, it's going to get done because I know I got the time. And I know that his birthday is coming and I know that we're going to celebrate it away from home. But when it comes to regular life, for some reason, which I have not gotten to the root of, but for some reason, I have a very difficult time taking risks. And I think it is because I am very preoccupied with the idea that it may not be uh, flexible, that it's going to be one of those things that I absolutely have to, you know, spend wild money on, or it's one of those things 
that, you know, is going to take me years to recover from, or it's going to be something that, you know, oh my God, it's going to cause so much grief and so much drama to, what's the word, um, recover from that making this decision shouldn't happen right now. And the shouldn't happen right now isn't because I'm reading more reviews because in life, most of the things that I'm deciding to do don't necessarily come with reviews. And when I say in life, I mean like business life because we ain't even going to touch on regular life. But in terms of business life, and I remember, I can't remember, I want to say her name is Michelle because I think it was the host of Michelle is Money Hungry. Shout out to Wanda and Black Women Travel Podcast and her, ooh, I think it's Black Women Digital Nomad Group on Facebook, which is a personal fave of mine, but it's just like saved on my list of Facebook groups that I just go to. So that's why the particulars of the name are escaping me right now, but I'm pretty sure I'm certain, I'm pretty sure I'm correct that it's Black Women Digital Nomad Group. But we done a discussion, this was probably a year or so back, and one of the young ladies, Michelle, basically said to me, in a loving way, mind you, a very direct, but loving way, I'm always going to outperform you because I'm making decisions, because I'm doing, I'm acting, and you're getting lost in your thoughts. And she was absolutely right. And that's why I say it was loving. She wasn't being malicious about it. She wasn't being... um uh, condescending or anything of the nature. She was basically just listening to what I was saying and then calling me out on my shit. And I spend so much time thinking about things, making decisions, worrying about things that I don't act. Y'all, I've got so many ideas. I am an idea queen. If you ever need help with an idea, hit me up. Mm, not all of you. Mm, no, I'd be open to helping anybody with ideas. Just come reasonably. You know what I mean? Like I can't cure cancer. I'm not going to solve the ills of the world, but if you need help working through something, tell me what your favorite episode is. Tell me what your favorite episode is and why. And I will absolutely help you work through and figure out, um, ideas, springboards, if you will, for you to, implement, grow. That's a gift. I'm an ideas girl. However, when it comes to action, especially in business, that is where I pause. And it really, this week in particular with the whole allergies thing, it's got me, all right, so you're able to come to a decision and act when it comes to your travels, what is holding you back in business? What is holding you back in life? Why can you not use the same way you talk about every fucking week? Travel is so much more than vacation. The same way you make your travel decisions. How about we try this in regular life? So this week, I just wanted to kind of bless you, grace your ears with how are you doing things differently? Are you still compartmentalizing? 
Yes, that's a word. Are you still compartmentalizing your travel life and your regular life? And is it serving you? We are absolutely, um, by nature, sometimes, you know, willing to let our hair down or be more relaxed and comfortable in different settings. Natural, right? You're one way with your friends, another way with your family. Well, not necessarily friends and family, but like, let's say you're one way with your peers and that can be friends and family because we all know we got those cousins that we will absolutely cut up with the same way we cut up with our friends. But then we also know that we've got family members that we are cousins with, but we don't cut up with all our cousins the same way. Like I'm not cutting up with my dad's first cousin the same way I'm cutting up with my first cousin or my dad's first cousin's kids. You see what I'm saying? So tears, right? Are we compartmentalizing to the extent that we are also limiting ourselves? Are we separating the way that we live and operate in our travel lives and our regular lives in ways that are not beneficial and in ways that are not, um, I don't want to say progressive, but, um, that are not, Oh, I just had it. The word's not supporting. I guess it is supporting, but in ways that aren't supporting our, the us, the ways that aren't supporting themselves. And I am absolutely not supporting myself, nor am I supporting you guys by stifling these ideas. No, I don't have a, hosts or a list of reviews to go through for my ideas to see which one is going to be better than the other. That's not the way they work. Right. And no, I don't have, you know, a, well, no, I can kind of think of a price point, but sometimes when you decide on something and then you get further into it, like more costs and things come down the line, but I don't necessarily have a price sheet that I can reference to decide what is ultimately going to cost me the most down the line. You can start with one price and then as the idea grows or as the project expands, you can see that it starts to cost, you know, a little bit more as you continue down the line. But in this review, if you will, in me sitting with the ways that I am not acting on ideas in the same way that I may um, not act on, well, no, it's kind of different because it starts the same, but it doesn't end the same because I will procrastinate and uh, what's the word? avoid making a decision until the last minute. But the difference is in regular life, the last minute doesn't present itself the same way it does in travel because I don't have necessarily a window where something has to happen, right? Ideas have a different shelf life. They've got a completely different lifespan than making travel moves, travel plans, and being on vacation or being abroad, that is for now, God willing, one day, it will not necessarily be something that is as temporary as it is. But for now, my travels are all temporary. I am coming back home. I am not 
a digital nomad. I'm not roaming around and, you know, my roots are here in New York. Well, my roots are always going to be in New York, but this is where I live. This is where I work. This is where all the magic happens. Until the day comes where I am location independent and I don't necessarily have to be here to make my money. The travels that I take are all within that window. Whereas in regular life, that doesn't happen. So I can see how not having that deadline allows me, while still flexible, it allows me flexibility, but it also allows me to kind of leave things off and kind of push them to the wayside under the guise of, I'll get back to it. Whereas when I'm traveling or when there's vacation time or when there's PTO or, you know, um, work-life balance on the line when I'm under a construct of time that has been imposed on me, I make those decisions. I figure it out and I make it happen. So I am, oof, I am hesitant to say it, but I'm very much so committed to, or well, no, I am committed to working towards aligning the two. And I invite you guys to consider where you sit with the shits also. Are you as in, not necessarily are you as indecisive as I am, but are you allowing yourself to consistently and or continually procrastinate on things that you know you need to act on? And it's not necessarily, you know, you need to act on it because, you know, your life is dependent on it. And that's another thing that I know gets in the way of making decisions, right? I'm often afraid of, well, what if this is the wrong choice or what if this is the wrong decision to make? Somewhat unlike choosing the wrong accommodations or choosing an excursion that hasn't gone my way, which hasn't happened by the way. I'm doing a face here. That's where the pause is. If you're watching on the YouTubes, you can see the hint, hint, not, not, right? If I haven't, well, if I choose wrong or if I make a, you know, I don't want to say a bad decision or if I make a decision that doesn't present itself to be as lucrative or as shiny as I intentionally, as I in um, initially expected it to be because we all see we've all seen what we've ordered versus what we got right <laughs> we can order the cutest dress and then it gets here and it's a shirt that kind of shit so unlike the travel decisions I make which I know are temporary right and I started by saying all right if this don't go well it's only three days or I'll figure something else out. When I get there, I'll see it, weigh my options. I can find a hotel nearby or, you know what I mean? Like I'm more willing to concede to plan B while I'm abroad than I am at home. And that really strikes me as the fuck because while abroad, you would think that it's more difficult to recruit, but I am more willing to figure things out on the fly while I'm abroad versus when I'm home. And I don't have an answer for why, 
This is me just sharing with you what my own personal reflections have been because this is travel and shit. Nuanced ways travel intersects with regular life. This isn't your traditional, hi, I went here. This is what I did. You should too. I like having a little bit more of a, um, a color wheel of conversations, if you will. And so here we are. And um, shout out to y'all that have been fucking with the kid and rocking with me for almost four years of this. It's been a good fucking time. And I hope and intend to continue the good time. But I think in business, especially, I'm more concerned with making a costly mistake and not just like fiscally costly, not something that's just going to financially cost me a lot or, you know, be hard to recoup from, but something that is going to cost my reputation or something that is going to cost my efforts or something that is going to cost, you know, I ain't doing no time over nothing. Like I, I really don't think I, I can't foresee making any kind of poor decisions that are going to result in jail time. We ain't, that's pretty easy to distinguish between, right? But sometimes deciding on the right thing to do, not in terms of necessarily morality, but in terms of just, is this the right time? Do I have the right resources or am I informed enough? Those decisions in business bring me way more pause than they do in business. Should I talk about this? Should I go here? Should I share this? Those things um, bring me more pause when it comes to deciding business actions. And I've found that not acting has, I won't say kept me stagnant because we still growing over here, but it's absolutely limited. Mm, I don't want to say reach. I want to say it has more so left me feeling a little more stifled. I feel as if I am restricting my own creativity. I've got a bunch of ideas, but while at the same time wanting to implement them, it's kind of like, well, damn, y'all going to fuck with it? Are you going to like it? Is this going to, you know, lose those of y'all that have really been sticking with me and rocking with me for this time? Or is this going to be, cause it's kind of like, you know, what comes to mind? Cell phones. You know how you join a company? Let's just say calendar phone company. And calendar gives new customers X, Y, and Z discounts. We, you know, give you a pizza party and we will come paint your front steps. But if you've been paying your bill on time for seven years, you get nothing. We've all had that conversation with somebody at some point or another where it's just like, so new customers get all of this love. But for those of us that have been loyal customers, fuck us. You know what I mean? I'm a day late paying my bill and y'all shutting me down. Sprint was good for that. But that being said, I am committing to following through 
with more of my personal ideas, like personal life, as opposed to like, you know, travel planning, but more so in line with making business decisions, with making personal life decisions, with just outside of travel, I'm committing to being as decisive in those decisions to act as I am in my travels. And I think what the key factor for me in being successful in that is going to be really embracing the idea that I can bounce back because anytime any of my travels have not gone according to plan, which has happened plenty of times, need I remind y'all Barcelona when I stayed really fucking far away from everything that I wanted to do, where Bali, where I, not Bali, um, Thailand, where I was in Phuket, where I basically slept for a day and a half because of jet lag and missed all the things that I wanted to do. And consistently throughout the rest of the days that I was there, ended up almost missing other things that I wanted to do. I was able to bounce back from it all. London didn't have a place to stay. Anxiety, panic attack, I think I had. I don't know the difference, but I fucking cried in the airport for like three fucking hours. Figured that out, had a great fucking time. All the time something has gone wrong or not according to plan. I'll say not according to plan and not wrong. Anytime things have gone not according to plan, I've always been able to salvage it and it's always been able to be done in a smaller window of time. I've always made it clean. I've always fixed it. I've always cleaned it up in enough time or in a way that I was still able to enjoy myself. And I want this episode to be a reminder to y'all that the same way you figure shit out on the fly, you can also figure things out with time. And I think that for the way my brain works, I tend to do better in kind of situations like, all right, decision, make it go do versus whether or not I'm, and I ain't to say that I make the decision calm, clear headed and like easily. It's just like, okay, panicking, panicking, go make like the way that you panic and figure things out and do, I won't say all the time, but sometimes Not the best, but there's a word, not resourceful, but the most impact, mm, it's always going to be impactful, but the most um, decisive, like it happens, it follows through the most resolute. Like, I think that's where I want to go with it. The most resolute, like when you make that decision, a lot of times in that split second, quick fast. It's got to happen now. You're in it and you do it. I would like to have that same resolve when it comes to acting and action and actually doing in regular life, in home life, business, personal life, whichever aspect of it doesn't include me being on a plane or road tripping someplace else. So This is my reminder to y'all because my throat is burning right now and I ain't got much left in me. So we are going to tie this up by me reminding you, you've gotten through a lot. 
you've traveled, you've been some places. And if you haven't gone anywhere yet, you've had experiences where you've had to make decisions and you've had to either look back and say, I was worried for nothing, or you've had the opportunity to say, that didn't work out. Let me try it this way. And I don't know why I get so caught up on that. Let me try it this way. Because if I make a decision and it doesn't necessarily end up being exactly what I want it to be, or it doesn't end up being something that I saw coming, or it ends up being something that I am completely lost, that doesn't mean that I can't follow the fuck through. I've done it in a bunch of different other countries. I can do it here. And most of the decisions that I'm you know, bringing pause to making a decisive action. I mean, not making a decisive, making a decisive choice over and actually acting have been in situations where God willing, it's like, all right, well, you got the rest of your life to figure it the fuck out. It's not like this decision is going to kill you. It's not like this decision is going to bankrupt you. Oh, I got a couple of ideas that might, but for the most part, it's not like making this decision is going to bankrupt you. It's not like making this decision is going to have you doing a bid. Like that's not what's going to happen. So this, like just that apprehension, lay it down. You are fully capable of making tough choices. You can do hard things. I can do hard things. We can all do hard things. And because it's hard doesn't mean that it's impossible. It just means that either it'll take more time or it'll take more tries. And I have absolutely got to say this out loud for me to internalize it. And hopefully you can internalize it as well. But many things are not going to be done right the first time, you're going to need more than one try to do something. And having to do something multiple times doesn't make it less valuable once it's complete. Sometimes it just takes a little bit fucking longer. So this is me telling me, and I'm hoping you are able to grow from it as well. Make a decision. 10 toes down the same way you bounce back from surprises and things that don't go well on trips is the same way you're going to be able to do it while you're home. But thankfully while you're home, you've got the luxury of going to sleep in your own bed, being able to tap on the shoulders of your partners, your friends, the people that you hold dear to you, having those little powwow sessions having those deep dive text messages or phone calls, all the resources that you have at home, the cousins that you call, the friends you tap on, whatever those resources may be. You have them at your disposal while you're home so you can absolutely use them and you can absolutely use your own time and your patience to not necessarily rush your decision, but to act on your decision because you have more time than you do on your travels while you're home And you can actively do it until you get it right. So I'm going to make a cup of tea. And I am going to hope that you guys have grown through my own introspection. 
because it helps me to say it out loud and I hope y'all are benefiting from it too. So I'll see y'all next week, hopefully not with allergies or COVID, whichever the um, results come back in because those little rapid tests, I don't fucks with them. Send my shit to the lab. Let somebody that gets paid to do this um, in a little white coat. Shout out to those of y'all that work in labs for my brother and Mary, all the lab workers. Oh, it's actually, I think it's lab week this week or last week. I saw Mary post something, but yeah, stay well guys. Allergies aren't shit. I love plants. I love the flowers and everything blooming, but my insides don't. Okay guys, talk to y'all next week because washed. (laughs) All right, y'all, bye.